Welcome to the Gym Class Revolution podcast. This show is about teaching you how to build sustainable exercise habits to support both your physical and mental health. If you're tired of feeling like every workout is as painful as a slow internet connection, then you're in exactly the right place. I believe that exercise should make you feel powerful and ready to take on the world, just like when your cell phone is fully charged. We just need to find the right charger to get you there. Let's go! Hello, hello, welcome to another episode of Gym Class Revolution. My name is Wendy Barrios. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm recording on Kalapuya land. So I'm an exercise and mindset specialist. So what that means is I help perfectionists build consistent exercise habits by not just doing the same old workouts like on YouTube with like the sit-ups and the push-ups like those are effective don't get me wrong but they're so boring (laughs) I mean I do them because I know that they'll help me uh, like they're more efficient to help me build strength for climbing fine I'll do them (laughs) but I feel like if you're starting out and you haven't really found anything that can really stick like something that you actually enjoy that's the first step we're going to help you find activities that you actually enjoy because if you actually enjoy something odds are you're going to do it and then the second thing is we're going to confront your mindset or your personal narrative around what internalized truths you have around exercise so That's why today's episode is about perfectionism. This often comes up like in work or school, you know, more mm, capitalist type activities, right? But it really pervades into exercise because it stops us from trying because we're so scared to fail. So that is our episode for today. Uh, But before I forget, we're running a contest. (laughs) Okay. So the contest is if you leave a review on iTunes for the show, telling me like what episodes you enjoyed or what you, how you may have felt supported by the show or what kind of content you'd like to learn more about, um, go ahead, fill out an iTunes review. And then, um, I will randomly pick a winner And that winner will get to choose an activity for me to try. And when I say try, I mean like I will be a brand new beginner. I won't have like or or I'll be like really unskilled at it. The the thing is like I don't want to be like, oh, look how good I am. Like I'm, I'm really good at climbing. So like I don't know what it's like to be a beginner. Like I'm just so athletically capable because that isn't the the thing at all. And I think sometimes on Instagram, you can see my videos and feel like, oh, well, she's got it all figured out. Like she goes climbing, like she knows how to be successful. And that's really far away from where I am right now in this stage of my relationship with exercise. And so the reason I want to do this contest is so that folks can see how I react or how I deal with being a beginner and dealing with being comfortable or uncomfortable with showing everyone my lack of skill and therefore empowering you to feel like you also have that power to be a beginner and to do uncomfortable things because you it's something that you dearly wanted. Like I've always, 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 always wanted to try stand-up paddleboarding. So that's definitely going to be an activity I'm going to do this summer regardless of whatever the winner picks, but that's what I want to offer you all. Um, So if you leave a review, 
you may be randomly selected to choose an activity for me to try. Um, and so, uh, yeah, the contest will end on March 31st, 2021. So um, fill out your review before then. Okay, let's get into the episode. All right, so the first way that perfectionism can derail our exercise efforts is procrastination. So it's this theme of wait, let me wait until I'm absolutely ready. Let me be perfectly hydrated. Let me have eaten the perfect amount of each macronutrient, what have you. Let me, um, like I was like, I know I remember vividly one time I was like, well, let me wait until my laundry is completely done so that I have the ideal sports bra so that I can perform at my most comfortable. <laughs> so let me have everything perfectly ready so that I can be sure that my performance is the best that it can be. And so this often derails us because obviously there's never going to be a time where everything's all set up in a row and we have everything perfectly set up for us to do our best. And so I think that that's where that fear is, is that if I perform, I need to be able to give the best performance that I can. And if I don't have everything perfectly set up, then there's no way I can give that performance, that best performance that I can do. So let me just wait until I have at least things good enough or ready enough or perfect enough so that I can be a little bit more likely to give an and quote, adequate performance. And so obviously this is, it really depends. And I think this is like the major caveat that I want to write into everything is that there are times when that sort of thing is fine. Like, hey, if you have drank, if you drank like one single glass of water the whole day, I don't think you're hydrated enough to perform well. Like, yeah, like not even just performing, but even just existing and living your life. You need to drink more water. But the thing is, is like um, that perfectionism isn't really a big issue. Like it's not a problem until it stops us in our tracks and like it completely derails us and stops us from having fun, stops us from even trying. So it's one thing for someone to perhaps maybe they didn't hydrate well one day and then the next day like, okay, I think I did. I, I drank a little bit more water. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm going to go ahead and do it instead of which in comparison to someone who maybe said, oh, you know, I didn't drink all 64 ounces of water I wanted to today. I only got up to like 50. So you know what? I had better wait. I had better, you know try again tomorrow. And then tomorrow something else comes up that says, Ooh, you know, I better wait again the next day and the next day and the next day until we're just like, eh, I might as well not even try. So that is there. It's, it's a little bit subtle. It's a little bit, uh, definitely case by case basis. Um, but that is where I want you to assess your own patterns to see if you fall into this uh, like into this group of folks that is indeed debilitated. Oh, that's not a fun word. Mm, temporarily hindered by perfectionism because this isn't a permanent state. We can get over perfectionism and just uh, grit our teeth and do it, but it does involve 
mindset work to be able to grit our teeth and do it. All right. So the next way that perfectionism can derail our exercise is having an all or nothing mentality. So if you saw my reel, I think this was my favorite part of my reel. It came out yesterday on Instagram and it was, um, it was like me being like, yay, I have a new workout plan. Look how beautiful it looks. Like, um, the days are numbered. I have perfectly made boxes where I can check off each workout that I have completed. And then the reel goes on and it shows me checking off each day, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the next week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Awesome. We're doing a great job. Awesome. Awesome. Monday. And then all of a sudden on Wednesday, oh, I skipped a workout. Like I couldn't do it. Maybe I didn't feel great. Maybe I got sick. Maybe my period made me feel like I was in insatiable or incurable pain. And so then I had to mark a big red X in that I could not complete the workout as scheduled. And so then it just, ah, it just drives me crazy because it's like, look at all this neat, neat row of perfectly green checks, check marks. And then it's all sullied by a single red mark, a single red X. So it's like, ah, like what, how can I continue if my whole plan is marred by this one by this one workout. And so it's like, I might as well start over because if I start over, then I can have a, uh, like, um, I have another chance to recreate this set of beautiful green check marks of completed workouts on the scheduled designated days. And so this is, um, I, I also asked on Instagram, like who felt attacked by this clip? <laughs> and a lot of folks responded and I was like, Oh, I know I feel you because I've done this so many times. It like, um, like when I tried running last year, I, I, I like had my workouts planned and scheduled in my calendar, like three months of workouts so that I could have my 5k assessment, like my own 5k assessment scheduled for the end of those three months of workouts. And then it's like when a couple workouts miss turned into like a few that meant I was off a week. And then I was like, oh, well then I have to, mm, uh, push back my 5k and so it was like a whole thing so then I was just like oh this is ruined I think I kept on for a while but um it just it it gave me a very uncomfortable feeling and I was just like oh I had written in pen in my calendar <laughs> if oh, if y'all are calendar people I think you can appreciate that like imagine you wrote in pen because you are so hyped up about this workout plan only to find that you and your failures, quote, failures, have derailed everything. So you have to keep pushing things back. So you get some weight out and then you, um, you know, write in your dates, fine. But then you keep having to push your workouts and your, and your 5k back because you keep missing workouts. And so then it makes, it, it just, it sullies the paper and it makes it feel so uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, I'm getting like, like my fists are clenching thinking about it. <laughs> but so that is the kind of thing that, um, let's see, let's see. It's like, Maybe and someone who doesn't suffer too much from perfectionism might be like, eh, well, you know, I'll get to it or maybe I'll just skip that workout and keep going. But I think for folks who have perfectionist tendencies, it can feel like, ah, like I've set up this plan. Why am I letting myself down? Why am I 
like failing and it's, uh, it's that, that word failure. Like it feels like failure rather than just like, Oh, oops, I'll just keep going and get over it or whatever. But for like, if you have deep seated perfectionism, it feels like failure. And that failure makes us feel like we are morally wrong. Like we have committed a serious, uh, not crime, but just like our moral value of like, quote, how good we are, like how much we deserve, like to feel good and feel loved and feel successful is dependent on whether or not we follow through with things or do our best. And so that's why this perfectionism is a really, really, really insidious mindset to have because it makes us feel like our actions are so like, like trivial actions, like a workout in the grand scheme of things, a workout is a trivial action, but with perfectionism, even the most trivial things can feel like big deals and make us, um, like reassess our, our inherent value. So that's another way that perfectionism can not just derail exercise, but honestly make us feel so shitty. (sighs) Okay. Um, so yeah, so if you have this all or nothing mentality, don't worry, you're not alone. We can get through this. Step one, use pencil instead of pen. <laughs> um, no, but we're going to be talking a lot more about perfectionism. So if you have comments or questions, leave those in the iTunes review and I will be able to create more episodes about your question. Don't forget to enter the podcast contest. All right. So the third episode, the third, the third reason how exercise can ruin our exercise goals is expecting linear progress or efficient progress. So linear progress is pretty self-explanatory, right? Like we, I think we usually aim to, like, I think we've been conditioned maybe, um, like folks who identify as perfectionists to expect always improving progress. Like, like it's, it's really, really hard to accept dips in progress. And, um, and instead like, like it's just, uh, wait, so it's really hard for us to accept dips in progress or, or going backwards. It's like when we go to a climbing gym and we see a problem that is technically our level, maybe like my level's V2. And it's like, uh, I know when I first got back to the gym, I was like, why can't I do this V2? I should be able to do this V2 because I've done it before. Why can't I do it now? Like, oh my gosh, like what? It's, it kind of feels like what on earth is the point of working and trying so hard to improve our skills if we don't see that effort um, materialize into linear progress. Like if I'm putting in this much effort, I, it doesn't make sense to see us going backwards. And so that's how perfectionism can really mess with us and make us feel like all our effort is just for naught. And it's just super, um, oh man, I was going to say debilitating, but it's just super, let's see, let's see, what's a good word for it? It's just, it's a a huge disappointment. And so then also on the other hand, it, efficient progress is also something that I think a lot of us expect because it can feel really demotivating 
to see us, you know, continuing to climb or whatever sport or activity you do and spend hours, weeks, months working on something and still be struggling. Maybe we see small little progress like, oh, maybe, you know, you get to move further or something like that. But um, like when you hit a climbing plateau, it can feel like, oh, I've been climbing for so long. Like I, I should be able to continue progressing towards more challenging climbs, but I'm still here at this level where I have been for a long time. And you feel like maybe you might be a little bit behind And, you know, honestly, I think a lot of perfectionism comes from our capitalist society. So it's like if we're, if we feel behind, we're not making progress to where we should go. So that's a huge way that perfectionism can really mess with us. And um, having that expectation of progress, linear progress or efficient progress or easy progress is a major way that we can get discouraged and just say like, well, if, if, if I'm not seeing the results that I want for all of the effort that I'm putting in, like I might as well just give up. Oh man. (laughs) Okay. Now, uh, I, I guess I kind of feel like a little bit bummed, you know? Okay. But I guess I, I do want to take a minute to say like, okay, we're going to talk about all the ways perfectionism can show up and throw us off but I also want to be very clear that this can be managed like I don't know if anyone can ever be super cured it's kind of like you know when you have little t trauma like maybe not a huge capital t trauma but a little t trauma is having that expectation like maybe if you have been expect maybe if you feel like you've been a perfectionist ever since you were a kid, then it's going to be kind of, it's going to be challenging to just completely throw that into the wind and feel like you can't just at the snap of your fingers feel like, okay, I've gotten over perfectionism. Like I can now do things at like a C plus level. It takes a lot of work and a lot of introspection of like, why am I so dependent on this Why do I have this deep-seated compulsion to do things, quote, correctly? And where does that come from? And what does that mean in the context of my life? And what is it really stopping me from doing? Like, what, how is this perfectionism, which I feel like if I follow things, if I do things perfectly, then I will have good things. But what is that lifestyle really hindering us from from enjoying or like what is it stopping us what is it stopping us from doing so that could be as simple as like maybe starting an Instagram account about something you really love or trying a brand new sport that you've always wanted to try but you don't think you'd be inherently good at it So you might as well just not try so that you don't look dumb. So if you're willing to do that work, let me know. Maybe, ooh, okay. If you're willing to do that work, comment your favorite emoji in my um, perfectionist reel about three ways perfectionism can get in your head. Or, sorry, how perfectionism can derail your exercise. Um... 
<laughs> I'm always curious as to who listens to the podcast and who is only on Instagram. So yeah, let me know. Say hi. Okay. So back to the reasons. Um, okay. And so a big, 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 huge reason what, how, or a huge manifestation of perfectionism and exercise is comparison. And this is, this is, uh, like in my perfectionism reel, kind of like beginner shame. So it's like, it is so important for folks who feel like they have to present themselves as perfect or at least as close to perfect as they can be to, um, to feel like they cannot allow others to see them in less than perfect states. And obviously no one's perfect, right? So no one's ever going to be able to present themselves as perfect. But that's why I wanted to say like, we try to be as perfect as possible. Like maybe we're very quiet so that if we don't say things, then no one can see us fumble over our words or say the wrong thing. So in exercise, if we don't try new things, if we don't try new activities or sports or, you know, uh, get into that very vulnerable position of being a beginner, someone who has absolutely no skill and thus zero grace, and then have that, especially in front of other people, that can be a really huge, like, just, it, it can feel like a very, um, like a, like almost a programmed, uh, reaction. Like, um, let's say, oh, you've always wanted to try, uh, Zumba, but that requires going to a class <laughs> pre-COVID. Like it might require going to a class. Yeah, you could do it on YouTube, but for the sake of this, um, for the sake of this argument, it's going to be a class in person. So, okay. You've always wanted to try a Zumba. You love dancing, but if you were to go to a Zumba class, that would be in front of other people. And then other people would see a, maybe you don't really know how to dance that well, or you haven't been dancing that long, or you feel like maybe you don't dance very well. Um, and then you'll be in front of a whole lot of other people who will be able to see how unskilled you are. And so then that cannot, that could just say like, or that, that thought could just automatically shut down your desire to go to a Zumba class because you're like, I am, because subconsciously you could be like, I am a hundred percent not willing to let other people see me dance. So I will never be going to a Zumba class. And it's like, it, this may not be what you deliberately think consciously, but after years and years and decades and decades, I mean, however old you are, right? Or um, let's say ever since you were a kid, that is decades of programming that you have taught yourself that I cannot allow other people to see how unskilled I am, how, how stupid I might look like, like, Okay. <laughs> I'm getting a little tense thinking about it too, but, um, let's see. It's, it's, it's one of those things. It's, um, that unwillingness to look dumb just can stop us from trying new things. And that's especially why I have my podcast contest. So I would love to hear from you and see what, um, what, the winner wants me to try as my activity. Okay. So yeah, that comparison 
trap or looking like a fool or no. So that comparison trap or feeling that beginner shame is a major reason why we can just say, nope, nope, not going to do it. Nope. And, and it can be even a very subconscious conclusion. Um, so if you feel like that resonates with you, I recommend trying to journal about it, like zero music, just really try to get in tune with what are your thoughts around it? What are your feelings and what memories or, um, you know, what memories come up and what, ooh, what bodily reactions come up? Um, like, do you tense up thinking about it? Cause I've been tensing up this whole time and talking about these things. Um, dealing with perfectionism can, re- no, not can, it absolutely does require a lot of introspection. So, um, if that's something you're, uh, open to trying out, try journaling first and see what thoughts come up. Okay. And then the apps, the last, um, the last example I have here of how perfectionism can show up in exercise is performance being more important than the experience. So, um, I was thinking about this in climbing, especially because I was thinking, uh, this is going to be a real later, but, um, it's like, let's say you're climbing and let's say you have a buddy come up and they say, Hey, how's your climbing session going? And you might say like, Oh, it's been great. Like I've, I've sent like all of my projects today. Let's say that. And, um, and he said, Oh, that sounds good. Are you having fun? And then someone might, er, uh, so the, so the, okay, okay. So the buddy says, oh, that sounds good. So are you having a fun time? It does sound like a weird question, right? But it might feel natural to be like, well, yeah, I am having a good time because I'm doing well, I'm succeeding. So then your buddy asks, okay, well then if you weren't sending all these problems, if you were falling and falling and not really seeing any progress, would you still be having a good time? And that can be a huge trigger for my climbing friends. So I'm sorry about that, but, um, it it has definitely affected me. (laughs) Like one time when Charlie and I went to, um, my partner, Charlie and I went climbing to this, uh, new place uh, that we had never been to before outside. Um, he he climbed first, and then I tried top roping, so I didn't have to clip in or anything. I didn't have to do anything extra. I just had to climb up the wall, and I had I struggled for like five minutes trying to just get started, get on the wall, and not feel like I was going to slip because it's a little dangerous outside to slip at a low height. Um, cause then you could like crash down on the actual ground rather than a mat, like he would fall onto at a gym. And so I definitely was triggered and I was bawling and well, obviously I was like sniffling like, 
And then I like tried to hide it so Charlie wouldn't see. But of course it turned into a whole thing. And I was like, what's the point? Like I'm ruining the whole excursion, excursion. I'm ruining the whole trip. Like I can't even start this drought. Like, and so then if we have to pack up, then it'll be like another 10 minutes to hike to the next problem or the next route. And like, I'm ruining everything. And so that's, (laughs) that's, how perfectionism has manifested in my in my own climbing and enjoyment of exercise it's like if I wasn't doing well then I was like well this is the biggest waste of time um but then it's also like well if you if one climbed if one like if you're into climbing and if you successfully reach the top of every boulder problem or route that you have that you try wouldn't that get a little boring too? It'd be like going to a movie where everything like is perfectly fine and there's no problem. So like that would be just a very boring movie, right? The reason we love climbing is because it's a challenge and it's so satisfying to overcome those challenges. And so that's where it's a little nuanced, right? Because it's like, obviously people are going to have a good time if they're doing well. Fine, fine. Yes. But the the edge that sets perfectionism over like past the threshold of general enjoyment is where you know we do see really emotional breakdowns or this um like self um negative talk or the self beration beration like b e r a t i o n it sounds weird saying that word out loud i usually see it written so it makes it sounds nicer but my reaction right when i was climbing and i couldn't do the problem i felt ashamed i felt like i was ruining the whole experience for both charlie and me because i couldn't do anything and then me crying about it and making a like feeling so terrible brought down the mood of both of us so i was ruining the trip and then like um remember all that wasted effort? I was like, why? I thought I'd been working really hard at the gym. Why can't I start this one route? And so it was like this big culmination of all these emotions is that's how insidious perfectionism is because it really stops us from enjoying what we're doing and enjoying the challenge and instead focusing on our performance um, and that performance resulting in the overall experience rather than enjoying just the innate experience of challenges and um, successes so I know that was a lot that was a pretty heavy that was a pretty heavy episode Um, so if you I think what would be a really nice thing would be to have another episode about like how to overcome these which is a little hard to do because everyone is so different and unique. It, I can't, you know, I can't say like, just do A, B, and C and it'll apply to everyone. Like it won't, it can't happen that way. But I can definitely cover what I've done in the past to kind of just like grit my teeth and do it. And it's, it's a lot more than just gritting your teeth. It's a lot of like analyzing why you're doing things the way you are and and also just kind of like saying it out loud is is huge because when I've been um I've been working with um a couple coaches about mindset and they would ask me questions like okay so what do you feel like what do you feel 
is stopping you from doing X, Y, Z. And often I would say like, oh, well, I guess I, I don't feel like I'm really ready or like, I don't think I have everything in order or I don't think that, um, that this is going to be done correctly. Something along those perfectionist lines. And after a while, Oh, like a big one was like, well, I don't, I'm like a little scared of like what other people might think of me, or I'm a little scared of like looking dumb. And after a while of repeatedly having to answer those questions with those reasons, I honestly just got really frustrated just hearing myself because it just, it feels like, I guess I would ask myself, okay, and in the grand scheme of things, what do all of those things even matter? And it's like, I'm so frustrated because I want to do these things. I really want to do X, Y, Z. I really want to, you know, launch my um, gym class revolution LLC. But if I have, if I keep saying that I don't want to do things because I'm scared of, you know, not meeting these perfectionist ideals, it really sounds, it just started to sound really frustrating to me that I'm, that I am the only one in my own way. And obviously like, it wasn't like a snap and then it was all just like fixed. It, it still comes up a lot and I still, um, work really hard on it. But all of that to say is, is that if you're also dealing with these perfectionist tendencies, you got to be willing to do a lot of work on self-introspection and we can definitely get the ball rolling. So if you leave a review, (laughs) if you leave a review on the podcast and say that you want to hear more about perfectionism and how we can tackle it, let me know. All right. So that is the end of this perfectionism episode. To recap, The ways that perfectionism can derail our exercise efforts are one, procrastination, two, having an all or nothing mentality, three, um, being really focused on linear progress or efficient progress, four, getting ensnared in the comparison trap or beginner shame so that you don't have to show people how unskilled you are. And five is obsessing over performance, obsessing performance, (laughs) obsessing over performance as a result of experience. Ah, no, that's worded weird. Okay. Obsessing over your performance as if that is the only contribution, that's the only source of the experience. So it's like you only do... You only feel like you had a good time if you do well. So I know that's a lot. Um, you could um, <laughs> you can re-listen. You could check out my perfectionism reel and see how attacked you feel from the examples I have there. And let me know if you want to see more perfectionism material. And I'll see you in the next episode. Take care. Don't forget to leave a review. And, um, so you can be entered in my podcast contest to see who will get to choose an activity I get to do as a complete beginner and document it for everyone to see. And remember, yes, we do need to stop Asian hate, but perhaps instead of focusing on who is being attacked, 
we can focus on who is doing the attacking. So let's stop white supremacy in order to stop Asian hate. Take care, everybody, and I'll see you all later. I'll see you all later. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Gym Class Revolution podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or learned something, please let me know and leave a review. If you want to hear more, go ahead and join my mailing list, which you can find in the show notes or at my Instagram account, Gym Class Revolution.